0: last week on The Slut Show. How old were you um, when we came out? When I came out as a pansexual or trans, she wants to take me to paradise, and I find that very sweet. Yeah, but in a sense. i read out my ticket to hell, I guess. I mean, all the gays are there, so what the fuck am I gonna do in paradise? If God exists, that's a woman. If your company is burning dicks, give us a call. <laughs> do you do you like wearing the strap on? Hell yeah! yeah I then imagine. I have a dick, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's up? So it's not like a prosth- uh, prosthetic, like you lost your dick in a very sad fire. But it's like it just. <laughs> <laughs> How does a packer work? My dick ran away from. The- How did you lose your dick? My dick. Where's my dick? And then I thought, I can't walk back. S- sir, have you seen my dick? <laughs> I will get punched, like, sucker oh, punched man. instantly. man. I wish I could have helped you search for your dick. <laughs> yeah, well, I lost my dick. This week on The Slut Show, I feel awkward asking, do you feel like the need to include dildos or dicks or strap-ons? How does lesbian sex work? Uh, have you ever had sex with a man? What does good pussy taste like? <laughs> How did the whole process of coming out for you go? How old were you when you discovered your
1: sexuality and and stuff like that? It was the first time ever that I saw two uh, female characters kiss and I was like, This is an option? Wait! And then it clicked. It just clicked. How is society treating
0: the LGBTQ plus community? What are things that um, anyone really can do to improve that? Well, first off,
1: don't attack us.
0: hey Heyo. hey you, thank you so much for listening. No matter when you are listening, no matter where you are, get comfortable. Get yourself a cup of tea, a glass, or an entire bottle of wine. Maybe smoke a blunt, get under a blanket, grab yourself some popcorn, and enjoy this week's episode of The Slut Show with Ellen Moore. My name is Ellen Moore, and welcome to this... Third episode of the second season of The Slut Show. Today in the studio with me is my loving, caring, nerdy as shit and lesbian as fuck, dear friend Sophie. Welcome to the studio. Hello, of hello. The Slut Show. Before we get into all the juicy goods about everything, mm. The Slut Show with Ellen Moore, the podcast slash talk show about shit we as females have to deal with on a daily basis about feminism, insecurities, feeling like a bomb-ass bitch and obviously about loads of sex. Enjoy your weekly dose of empowerment. Your weekly dose of empowerment. What is the most empowering thing you did lately? Wake up. (laughs) Wake up, (laughs) that is actually a seriously good answer, man.
1: No, 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 I uh, was working and uh, I actually told a guy to shut up because he was just being annoying as fuck good so yeah good disturbed my creative process and don't fuck with my creative process
0: obviously people don't know you so oh. your name is sophie how old are you
1: 23
0: you old man you're fucking old i just turned 21 so well while back now (laughs) weird flex but okay (laughs) (laughs) what do you what do you do what do you do in school
1: um i'm studying to become a goldsmith um so it's so cool man like i love it how
0: did we even meet oh my god can we uh, you uh, oh
1: encountered uh, part of the group I went with to SIGET. Uh, SIGET Festival yes, in Budapest. you were uh, in the same coupe as uh, friends of uh, ours now. Yeah. And that's how I how we
0: met. So basically, in the summer of 2019, before the whole corona shit show started oh. to happen, <laughs> uh, we, we all, uh, well, we all, and back then me alone, went yes. to... Z-get, and um, I had never been to a festival ever. I don't know if you even knew that. It's fucking wild. It was my first festival this ever. Is- <laughs> I just went, I just, I was like, fuck it, let's go. Yeah. Um, and I uh, got onto this train that is like a 24 hour train journey, mm-hmm. uh, which is also how I met Philip, who was on How I Met All More, and who was also on the very first episode of the season. If you haven't seen that, check it out after watching this. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, so I I got into this. As a matter of fact, there is actually footage of me filming the like the um the track where we were supposed to get on, filming really? you guys before oh. I met you guys, like ten this seconds what? before I met you guys. Jeez. Yeah, I have it on camera, and I, I thought about Yeska. I was like, she looks so cool. I love her yeah. like fanny pack,
1: and she looks so she looks she, so confident. And yeah, self. it was a look, and she was feeling herself. Right. And it was just- Bomb.
0: And I thought that about her before knowing, like, and then this whole friendship it's weird. developed. Right. It's weird. Super insane. Um, so today we are talking because you. What is your sexuality? How do you identify?
1: I am straight. No. <laughs> that just sounds weird to me because like. Yeah. No. It, it was horrifying. Uh, <laughs> deep, deep pain. No,
0: <laughs> I am, in fact, a lesbian. Absolutely, hundred percent. I think yeah 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 all right uh let's get into uh some facts because we like to stick to facts and that's why oh god i got some slutty science for you because we like to stick to facts slutty science, without more. Slutty science. this week i am starting off with ellen degeneres Ooh. ellen degeneres has been the subject of many conversations lately due to allegations of a toxic work environment and whatever your opinion about her is One thing is certain, what my name buddy Ellen did for the LGBTQ plus community is huge and irreversible. The 1994 till 1998 ABC sitcom Ellen was one of the first series in the United States to have a main character come out as gay. This episode called The Puppy Episode aired in 1997, shortly after Degeneres publicly revealed that she was gay in real life. This event received a great deal of media exposure, ignited controversy, and even prompted ABC to place a parental advisory at the beginning of each episode. Ellen paved the way for many lesbians in a time when there was hardly any media representation of the LGBTQ plus community. Today, same-sex marriage has been legalized in 28 countries, and even though that sounds like a lot, in comparison to the total amount of 194 Five countries in the world right now. These 28 countries only add up to a paltry 14.4% of com- countries around the globe. Civil unions are recognized in many western democracies, yet same-sex marriage remains banned in many countries and the expansions of broader LGBTQ rights has been uneven globally. Discussing non-heterosexual desires often remains off limits in today's society, remaining socially constructed, very heteronormative. Yet porn and sexual online communities have stimulated, stimulated awareness and recognition. The Internet provides a space where women can explore porn, normally viewed as a male do- domain. And this can uh, be done anonymously and without stigma. Yet. Heterosexual men orgasm in 95% of sexual encounters, which is obviously almost 100. Mm -hmm. Gay men orgasm in 89% of sexual encounters. Bisexual men orgasm in 88% of sexual encounters. And then we start with lesbian women, because lesbian women orgasm in 86% of sexual encounters, bisexual women orgasm in 66% of sexual encounters, and heterosexual women only in 65% of sexual encounters. So I'm fucked and you're lucky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is
0: basically the summary. Well, um, how, how do you look at the orgasm gap?
1: It's wild. Just um... Yeah, it certainly is wild. I can, I cannot begin to think how you can just you know stop while not getting your uh, sexual partner or partners right. there because it's it's you know something you're working towards. I mean the journey is great, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So how? I don't know if you want
0: to answer this question on camera. But on. How many how many bed partners do you have? Have you had?
1: Oh, not that money. Uh, I'm kind of a prude. Uh, oh, is that so? I have yes, a prude on the show yes. for the first time. <sighs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, no, I think uh, maybe around five or six. That's. I think it's pretty normal to be honest. Huh. I I
0: I've <laughs> just been hoeing around, and, and you know, I've been yeah, living okay. the whole life. <laughs>
1: not really a fair standard, I guess. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I'm the host of the child, so am I not supposed to just hole around and be open about it?
1: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, around five or six or something.
0: All right. So. And so have you ever had sex with a man? No. Have you, how, how, did, how did the whole process of coming out for you go? How old were you when you discovered your sexuality and stuff like that?
1: Uh, I guess I was around 13 when I uh, realized it. Um, I uh, was watching a an, uh, show and it was the first time ever that I saw two uh, female characters kiss. And I was wait, what the fuck? Is that a This, thing? this is an option? Right. And it just blew my mind and like... This this makes sense to me. Yeah. And wait, wait, and then it that's clicked. It just clicked.
0: That's cool. You you come. What is what are your roots? Because you're we're both Dutch, but
1: yeah, uh, raised uh, Dutch. My father is Dutch, um, but my mother she is Polish. She she comes from a more a conservative
0: yeah. family, right? Well.
1: Uh, for Polish standards, they are kind of, you know, really out there, yeah. but uh, still, still a bit conservative. How did your Polish family uh, do? They know you're you're gay, and, and... they do know. They do know. Uh, my uh, grandfather didn't know. Um, mm-hmm. He he was the most conservative uh, of all mm-hmm. uh, my uh, relatives. Um, so, yeah, he didn't know, he didn't get to know because he would react so, so badly. That's just, fucked. Yeah, yeah. That's but, just fucked. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's, it's how you're raised and, you know, your whole uh, life you've known a certain uh, truth. Right. And a certain, at a certain age, I guess, when you're close off. Uh, a different truth or something else that just hops on in is just fucking around in your mind That's and just do not make sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah I guess that would have happened if he had known because he would get angry at stuff that didn't correspond with Christianity. Mm. So
0: this <laughs> is maybe not the ideal situation in no, that case. Not at all. <laughs> right. So you you came out when you were you came out or discovered when you were about thirteen.
1: I discovered it when I was thirteen, but I came out when I was uh, fifteen. I hid right. it around for two years or something. Uh, why Why did you hide it? Well, um... Yeah. kicking in an obvious, you know. <laughs> Well, you could say, uh, you know, internalized homophobia and like just feeling uh, because I couldn't uh, fit within certain standards of uh, atronomativity. Mm-hmm. Um, that I would be a disappointment, that I would uh, fail my parents and the, the plans they would have created in their minds. How did your parents respond when you came out? Um. Well, uh, of course, they were kind of shocked, but at the same time, not really. Because, you know, I'm tomboy. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, uh, that's actually one of the things my father said when I came out. Look, we kind of should have, we could have, should, we should have known this. Mm-hmm. Why does this come as a surprise? But yeah, overall, they were kind of supportive. Uh, they weren't uh, expecting it because uh, I was quite emotionally constipated mm-hmm. um, so my mom was just thinking emotionally constipated yes, i love that way of describing yes, it yes just a volcano of emotions erupting yeah yeah it happened before but i didn't came out i didn't come out at that point mm-hmm. um but yeah my mom she thought there was something wrong um and the fact was i was hiding something mm-hmm. and i did but she didn't know what. I think when you're hiding something, it's
0: always, it's, it's gonna just like become more and more and more of emotional weight on top mm-hmm. of you. And it's gonna yeah eventually come out like yeah. the volcano erupting. You yeah. c- you cannot hide certain things that are your full truth and who you are as yeah. a person.
1: Yeah, I guess that's, that. that is true. Um... It depends on the situation you're in because you know i am lucky to live here and not in a, you know a country or uh within a family that it's really homophobic mm-hmm. because when it's a, a situation that's like uh, life or death that you would be uh, really that you would get kicked out of your family Uh, then it would be a lot easier, I think, uh, to hide it away. Uh, Because
0: it's more of a
1: survival strategy, maybe. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's it. Survival. You have to survive in the world. And uh, if uh, a certain uh, trait that you have or a certain uh, part of your identity is uh, just a threat to your life, it is easier to hide. But Mm -hmm. when you have nothing to hide or, you know, you do have something to die, but you won't die when it comes out, then it's a lot more difficult because, I feel like that, because, uh, well, you won't die and you just have, have these expectations and they build up and you're constantly struggling with, oh, will they know, will they know and then what
0: will they do when they know yeah what will they do when they find find out honestly when i because i obviously did research because this whole season is about representing the lgbtq Mm plus community in the way it should be represented in the media
1: i'm quite here for it
0: yeah and and i was shocked to be honest when i did my research and i found out that like 14.4 percent of countries have have legalized a gay marriage what the honest to god fuck it's only fourteen percent, yeah. And I feel like, um, but that's also because of the people I surround myself with. Mm-hmm. I surround myself with very, very um, open-minded people and stuff, yeah. and um, so I live in this bubble of yeah. wokeness and um, and and just all over acceptance and equality and like being like we're all we're all equal. Tell me your pronouns. And those are really good things. I feel. Mm-hmm. But how do you experience the, the society nowadays? How do you feel like? Um, like, how is society treating the LGBTQ
1: plus community right now? Um, well, it's uh, gotten better over the years, I guess. Um, but still, there is this nagging uh, around just... Uh, something could happen. And that's just weighing down every all the time. It's just... Do you feel safe walking around on the streets if you're holding hands with your female partner? Personally, uh, in general, I do. But when I'm in a, a bigger city or in a place I don't know, I I'm not sure. I have this uh, really uh, well snowball effect within my uh, mental capacity. Right. To just <laughs> what will happen? What will happen? So. But,
0: but that is that is so totally royally fucked because mm. you should. It is. That's that's insane to me. Yeah, we
1: shouldn't have that. But. We
0: live in 2020, and and that's still a thing. How mm-hmm. how are we gonna? How do you think? What are things that um, anyone really can do to improve that mm. for the LGBTQ plus community?
1: Well, first off, don't attack us. That's a big part of it. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> um have an open mind uh try to start a dialogue just trying to understand uh why we feel the way we do and you know what makes us feel safer and you know uh, don't be a dick yeah just don't be a dick don't be di- it's really that easy, honestly. Yeah. The
0: the whole um Ellen DeGeneres, sch- <laughs> it's not that difficult. Don't look like this, don't look like that, motherfuckers. For yes. the people listening, she's holding up a dildo, um, it's really floppy. It just it's, yeah, it, it works pretty well, honestly. It's my my dildo, obviously. So now it's on camera it's the dick it's it's hairy now because yeah i gave it to the monkey the monkey so the thing is he has a name but it's super dutch yappy Dappy, which is <laughs> <laughs> i got it as a gift from my dear friend jasmine you better be watching bitch honestly um anyways and now it's the sled show mascot and maybe i should just oh i should get a strap on and
1: put it on yeah, him please do and like you know a whole harness for for the. For the- a gimp suit. He should get a
0: gimp suit. I should like hang him to the to the wall, and then with yes. the, the dick coming yeah.
1: You should get a sex swing for Yappy.
0: Man, we're gonna give you a sex swing.
1: Yes, he's, spice up he's, his life.
0: He's I I like it. He's never sat here before. You gave him a new spot now, with a dick. He doesn't like it. He's- he he seems to be. He's fighting it! He's, okay. He's fighting the dick. Um... I mean, same. Yeah, right. <laughs> How do you feel about dicks? <laughs> because... Okay, for the people who are listening and not watching, you should really head over to YouTube to see this face right now.
1: <laughs> <clears throat>
0: okay, that's... Thanks for uh. watching and I would love to see you. <laughs> that's basically the so ugly.
1: Yeah, I agree though. They are ugly. They are like, hmm. Misshapen mushrooms. <laughs>
0: Shit. But, like, what about dick? Sorry, man, I'm stealing your dick. What about dick do you find so obnoxious? It's a bendy stick on a man. <laughs> Which shoots. Liquid. Oh, am I gonna get. De- demonetized if I show this, by the way, because it looks so real. Maybe I should get a pink one, like a pro- like this pink. Just hold it like this. Yeah. Okay. This is how dick looks like. So now I get what you mean, the mushroom, because the you did not
1: before. Like this is the hat,
0: the mushroom hat. Oh well, fair, fair. Yeah.
1: I mean, not like this. Now it looks yeah. like a weird ass
0: snake. Yeah. Wine yeah. Snake. But okay, so you're you're super gay um yeah. and you found out when you were 13 how did you growing up think about men because for for me I had crushes on boys when I was young like yeah. proper young I I have never named my sexuality I just kind of named myself as a hetero I don't think I'm I'm straight honestly I think
1: sexuality is a fluid so maybe
0: you are Exactly. I think I think that if I'm I'm definitely also into people with dicks um so it's either heterosexual or bisexual or pansexual or whatever. Yeah. Um, but how, how did you uh, did you have crushes on
1: girls growing up? For sure. I didn't realize it because you know I, I didn't mm-hmm. um, make the click yet. Yeah uh, after I, I uh, realized I was for sure like, oh, okay, yeah, this is a crush. Yeah. Um, before that, um, it was you know normal to have crushes on certain guys because they were the hot ones, they were the popular guys could could you identify with your 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 uh, female peers who were crushing on those guys? Eh, I mean, I had to fit in so I like mm-hmm. yeah, sure. He's, he's good looking, but, you know.
0: <laughs> how, how do you think we can uh, raise our children in a way that crushes on girls are socially accepted as much as crushes on, uh, just crushes on humans, not necessarily a guy or a mm-hmm. girl or whatever. Just everything in right. between. How, how can we normalize that? How can we raise our children in a, in a way that it's all good? What do you think needs to change?
1: Mm, I think uh, it is a first to uh, let your children know it is okay to, you know, uh, fall in love with people of the same gender or uh, people who do not fall uh, in certain gender specifics Mm -hmm. or everything in between. So they know it is okay and, uh, you know, just receive them as you normally would. Mm-hmm. Um, when they would be straight, just be normal about it. Just receive them as they are.
0: I I firstly don't understand why there are still people who do not do this. Uh, I I don't think there's going to be a lot of people who are very homophobic who are going to be watching these episodes. Oh, However, but... if you are homophobic and watching this, then please do listen and <laughs> do incorporate this in the We're way... We're
1: actually quite kind. Yeah, We're actually. Like, quite fun
0: we we are all human and yeah. that should be just normalized in general yeah. um i love your bracelet by the way did you oh, make this you. yourself uh
1: yes i did
0: i oh did oh my god look at this it's so cool Th- these people make their own jewelry it's fucking awesome yeah
1: actually uh the ring was uh handmade as well by a friend of mine really uh, by whom uh nicole
0: I I think I met her. Can I have met her? Can I not?
1: Uh, I I think so. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. Bitten bobcat. Brown hair. Yeah, like it
0: rings a bell. Yeah. Shout out to you, girl.
1: Thanks. (laughs) Thanks.
0: (laughs) I love it. Real nice. Um. So, hey, did you did you hear that? I think I think we got mail. Mail. we got mail so i got a question from one of our listeners viewers and they said um can you ask a lesbian what does good pussy taste like heaven (laughs) (laughs) elaborate (laughs) give us a full long description well fun fact
1: everybody tastes different some people taste a bit more uh, bitter, some taste a bit more sweet. Uh, you know, it differs uh, per pussy.
0: Is there a such thing as good and bad puss?
1: I mean, yeah, if you haven't washed in a while, that's that's kind of nasty. <laughs> that's kind of gross. <laughs> but you know, if you heat, eat a healthy, if you are healthy, then it's good. It's all good eating a healthy diet. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it really does make a difference. If you
1: eat greasy and just do not take care of your body, then it will reflect on the poos. It works the exact same for men.
0: And I feel like,
1: yeah, so
0: (laughs) when you, okay, the idea of sucking dick for you, does that completely repulse you? Yeah. So the thing is, for me, it repulsed me for years and years, um, and I only started channeling my my blowjob goddess side very, very recently. Oh, really? Honestly, because of this guy I was seeing, and he was very, very healthy, and works out a lot, and uh-huh. is vegan. And when a guy is healthy, it tastes a lot better. How? Um, for, pe- for 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 um, how do you think you can identify how you? C- Whoa! Holy shit! <laughs> (laughs) 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 How do you think as a woman, if you are doubting your sexuality, how can you figure out,
1: am I gay or bi or how do you figure that out? Just experiment, baby. Just experiment. It's not that difficult. It's go to a gay bar when you can, you can't right now, but you know. See the thing for
0: me is, whenever I go to a gay bar, girls don't hit on me because they think I'm straight.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's the thing. That's yeah. a thing. When you present really uh, feminine, you're uh, what very I, quick to. What, what know, do I need
0: to do in order to not look straight?
1: Flannel, <laughs> flannel combat boots. Um, but
0: even if I wear that shit, they don't hit on me. They think I'm straight. I cannot. I cannot get get laid with a girl because they think I'm straight. They all think I'm straight, and I don't even know if I'm straight, <laughs> for fuck's sakes, man, girls, hit on me.
1: You hurt her. Hit on her. You
0: hurt me. Yeah, no, but, but-
1: like, um, you could also, when you, uh, have you tried to hit on Yeah, and yourself? they're always
0: straight. They're always straight. <laughs> I'm like, you're really cute. Um. Are, are you are you gay, straight? And they're like, I'm super straight, man. I'm like, okay, Fuck. cool. You look Run nice. On. And they're like, we can be friends. I'm like, yeah, sorry, I've, I have enough friends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not what I wanted out of this.
0: Oh my God. But like, also when I'm on dating apps and stuff, there is a lot oh. of girls who are super straight and who are, for some reason, also on the girls thing. Oh, that's so annoying. You really have to filter and... <sighs> Yeah, but see, you filter. You're a lesbian, and you filter, and you don't (laughs) swipe the girls who look straight. Is that true?
1: Yeah, you try.
0: Exactly. So you would swipe me left because I look straight.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's
0: true. I never get matches with actual lesbians. Yeah, but you
1: also have, you know, the the whole influencer vibe around you, and that's also a a thing why... Oh, yeah.
0: Elaborate.
1: Well, you know, I you host have the slut show. <laughs> you have you have these really uh, presentatory pictures, and you you know, it's it's what um, hmm. is this is interesting because now I finally have someone telling me honestly what the deal is here. <laughs> Uh, The thing I feel like is um, a lot of those pictures, the more influencer-esque people have Mm -hmm. are... Those those are like... They're nice pictures, like really nice pictures, but they're too nice. To not be... They're not... They don't feel spontaneous and all. So that's that's a thing I feel like, at least. So, but...
0: hmm. Interesting, interesting but when you know i i think if people know me this is interesting cuz you know me personally or yeah. friends so d- do you think that the way i present myself on social media is is that a good representation of who i am or do you think i'm very different when you cuz i like to think i'm a lot more real yeah. than what i present on social yeah, media yeah of course
1: you have this social media mask you mm-hmm. put out and then you have like ellen right Right. You have, you have CEO Ellen, <laughs> yeah. and you have Party Ellen, or just you know down to earth Ellen, the real yeah. Ellen. And that's, um, yeah, really. It isn't that big of a difference, but a mm-hmm. difference is there. You yeah. know that you do notice it because uh, you are more serious. I feel like on social media when you have your social mask on, yeah, uh, than when you are out and about to say it like that.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's a pretty good description. What, hmm, interesting. So you, I feel like this, this is a thing for, for people on dating apps and stuff. I mean, we're in the whole Corona shit show. So, um, we cannot really meet people any other way than through dating apps, right? Yep, true. Yeah. So, um, how apparently influencers can't get, can't get matches.
1: (laughs) I mean, you can, but. I don't know. It's <laughs> people you are like, "Why is it quiet?" And then I am hear- beating the dick.
0: <laughs> She's beating the dick. Nah, no, yeah, I'm a dick beater. I'm giving it back to Yapi Tapi. Yes, which is like Dutch on. for uh, J P the ape. J P the ape.
1: J P the ape. The little monkey man. The little monkey. What's the sluttiest thing you did recently? Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Um I. Th- you know, I'm a hermit so I don't do much um, but the thing I did a few months back because you know I was bored and lonely and I was like hm, I'm just going and I was kind of thirsty. Kind of thirsty so like sexy Big fids emails. to my ex. But like it was mutual so it was fine. Okay. Yes. So... Okay. <clears throat> yes. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know. Oh. So that's what I did. <laughs> Damn, sis. Is... But like, it wasn't like really explicit something yeah. happening. It was just like flaunting the goods. Yeah. Just flaunting. And, like, flaunting is Ooh, good. Flaunting Ooh, is really good. provocative. Mm-hmm. It's like. Ooh, look at me! I'm laying in bed naked.
0: Ooh. <laughs> okay. 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 Good. Interesting. Interesting. What do you think uh, defines a slut?
1: Well, if you look it up in, uh... Let's ask Siri. The literal... Siri, what
0: is the meaning of the word slut? A woman who has many casual sexual partners. A woman with low standards of cleanliness is the second definition.
1: You know, you you can be a slut, but it doesn't have to be a bad thing. I mean, you have a good time and, you know, if that's... That's what you're going for. Go for it. Get it. I'm, you know, I'm not judging. It's get- like, you know, get digged, get sucked, get. Wait, feel. <laughs> get, wait, <medic-fil. laughs> I feel. Yeah. I love it. Get, get finger banged. Just go for it, do it, Have you, you know?
0: Have you ever, are you interested in having threesomes and stuff? I think we discussed this uh, over the phone a little oh, yeah. while back, that if if you're in a club and you go, yeah, I'm with my girlfriend, that <sighs> men are, Im- oh, no. immediately they go,
1: you wanna have a threesome? Oh yeah, can I join? Oh, oh you're gay? What are your What'd experiences you with that? Oh, show it to me, ah, prove your gayness. Like, Fuck off! No! I don't have the proof. Like, I'm down for a threesome, but not with a guy! You know? <laughs> not with good a guy. Good for you. I have strapped, you know, like...
0: Oh, nice! You have yeah. strap-ons?
1: Yeah. Elaborate! I have a big one. Oh, cool. It's a little bit too big. Like, okay. Like, you know, it hurts at first, but then it's then it's good. Okay. Um, And a thick one, but then it's smaller. And that's that's actually a pretty nice. Well, okay. it's ugly, but it's nice. So, it's about the feeling, not about the looks, yeah, right? True. I mean, it's inside of somebody either way, so you don't see it, so it's fine. Right.
0: How how does that work in the lesbian community? Let's say, because I feel awkward asking. Do you feel like the need to include dildos or
1: dicks or strap-ons? I don't feel a need. It's just an extra, you know. It's a. Mm-hmm. Uh, It feels different from when you use your fingers, Uh, the whole sensation is just, the experience is uh, different from what you do when, (laughs) oh don't, don't fall. The monkey's attacking us. Just stay there.
0: Listeners are gonna be like, what the fuck is that talk about the damn monkey? It's a pink monkey
1: sitting on a couch. With a dick between its legs. <laughs> facts. Straight up facts. Yes. We are only about the facts here. Right. Please continue. Yeah, but um, the experience is different. Because, yeah. you know, you have uh, one or uh, both hands mm-hmm. uh, free. So you can use those as well. Yeah. And um, your partner can uh, pleasure themselves mm-hmm. when you're wearing it. Yeah. So, Yeah. That's that's the whole difference. Uh, it doesn't really uh, mean that you want to be with a man or something. I feel like that's a stereotype that yeah. a lot of people have. Yeah, true. But it isn't. And it's just the fact that it's just shaped like a dick. Because, you know, that's how they are made, sadly. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if, if, if they made uh, dildos not in shape of, you know, food or male genitalia or something, you know, um, then I would buy them. Right, but I think there is is dildos that don't look like real dicks, though. Oh, fun fact, there are many kind of dildos, there are even dildos that look like Alien... things. Interesting. Yeah, and they shoot shoot balls out of them, like, you know, you get inseminated by eggs and it's really weird, but, you know, kind of interesting at the same time. Because you know, I'm not. What I'm not kink shaming here, but this is this
0: is really extra. Yeah, this is out there. This is very interesting. Yeah, true, true. I'm gonna record an episode about kinky, kinky stuff and fetishes very soon, hopefully. So there's there's someone um, interesting. interesting. She's an anal expert and and BDSM goddess. Oh, cool. um, Yeah, she's actually British and she lives in England. So I really hope that because of this whole Corona thing, she's actually gonna be able to come record an episode. Yeah, that would be that would be awesome. That would be super awesome. I yeah. hope you're watching this. If you are, bitch, please come, come on over. The show. We want to see it. How does lesbian sex work? Explain in easy understandable mm. terms cuz I feel like a lot of people don't dare to ask these questions.
1: I think, um, well it's my experience because you know uh, my partners, uh, my sexual partners were more, I knew them, I uh, already had established this kind of uh, platonic or emotional connection with them. So um, that's something that that just plays along uh, in my experiences. Um, I would say uh, there's a lot more foreplay and uh, more attention to the pleasure of uh, the partner, of your partner. Mm-hmm. And uh, in regards of how good it feels, there's, uh, I feel like, more communication uh, surrounding what's going on. And there is the added benefit, uh, because you know the female anatomy, because you have one. It yourself, yeah. Yeah, at least as your, if you're a bi- biological...
0: Do you think woman. that's why the orgasm gap between Heterosexual women orgasming only, what is it, 65% I yeah. think. Yeah, 65% and, and lesbian women orgasming, 80, 86%. That is 21% more. That yeah. is one in five m- more, What? Yeah, I
1: do think that that's something that is in play. Because, you know, um, perhaps you, uh, when you have are with a man, uh, I think they are a lot more rough, right? they because they are Correct. used to you know being rough with themselves because that's. So... I'm also
0: looking at very male dominated porn.
1: Yes, that's true because huge... they have this this really, I they have this idea about how it's supposed to go, but yeah. they don't really uh, communicate that with mm-hmm. the woman they're with. Yeah, and that's you know frustrating.
0: Yeah. I think that for me, I'm one of those women who only comes like 18% of the time. So like, I hardly ever come. How do you do it?
1: Yeah. How do you not do it? Well, see, that's
0: the thing. I would love to know. Honestly, I'm on the journey of figuring out why the hell I don't come. Um, I came twice in my entire life with a dick inside of me. Twice in my entire life by that dick, by the way, that I was mm. mentioning earlier. So Good. that's that's why you that's, see. Yeah, but that wasn't because the of the dick. That was because I was using a womanizer for like 20 minutes. Jeez. So yeah. Um. And that last time before that, it was like a year ago because mm-hmm. of a guy going down on me. And before that, like the only orgasms I got was from someone going down on me and that. Uh, yeah, but, but that thing that's just, is. Mm-hmm with my um with one of my more serious uh sexual partners i as soon as i am with a serious encounter or whatever or i've been hooking up with someone for longer mm-hmm. my my well someone at least <laughs> like that i don't want to give him honor <laughs> um he was able to make me come 12 times Twelve. in 10 minutes oh. 12 times in 10 minutes so Jeez. it's not the problem that i can't orgasm i no. can't orgasm like a motherfucker, but. Apparently. Apparently. Yeah. So if that, I know. 12? I know. What? Yeah, it was, it was good. It was very good. I was dead after that, but it was very good. I can imagine. Yeah. So basically orgasm nonstop in those 10 minutes, which was fantastic. And it's, it's like, I, I'm, I'm sure people are going to be like, really? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm very sure. I know when I'm orgasming. Um, so, I mean, I sure hope you do. <laughs> yeah, so the thing is, if that's a possibility, then why on earth is it not happening regularly? I think it has to do with relaxation. I think it has yeah. to do with many, many things, many factors, mm-hmm. but also with, like you said, there's more communication in the bedroom yeah. when it's women amongst yeah. each other. Yeah. Yes. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for this week's episode of Lesbian Fancies. <laughs> Of the slut show. Um, if you want to in read the information, if you want to read the information again from Slutty Science, head over to, to the We Are Ungirls blog through the link in the description mm-hmm. box. Next week, I am going to be speaking to someone, and I'm not going to tell you, I'm going to show you because this is a sneak peek next week on the slut show there's two types of people in the world the people who masturbate and the people who lie <laughs> and exactly. then my 12 year old sister cried and ran away because she was embarrassed mom no <laughs> mom no i don't masturbate <laughs> <laughs> are you into pe- men coming in your face this is proof
1: that being gay is a choice because
0: i would fucking choose were <laughs> they pretty yeah
1: so you can't be pretty and smart gay.
0: <laughs> at a certain point you're like We've had sex for a very, very long time now, and you go like, oh, please come for me. And so...
1: I don't <laughs> mind being cummed on, not my face. Like
0: that's, Have you ever that's been cummed? Ca- have they ever, like... Uh, like- it's called, like, porn version. Yeah, porn... For- nah. So I don't understand the whole situation when a girl goes, ah, and then he starts, you know... Nah. This went so vulgar so quickly. I mean... What did you expect? Nothing else. <laughs> so get excited for that that episode. And for now, head over yeah. to my Patreon page to support me financially by buying me coffee every single month, which is only four euros. And in return for that, among my patrons, I give away sex toys regularly. So you give me coffee, I give you orgasms. Good deal, right? D- these
1: damn these, 12 at a time or 12 at a time I hope I, I want sure my money's so, worth
0: uh, exactly <laughs> um you can head over to my Instagram at by Ellen Moore to ask me questions anonymously and uh, I will always Twins. keep you un- anonymous obviously and they are going to be answered on the slut show so uh head over to my Instagram follow me and like stalk me and shit um subscribe to my YouTube channel and turn on the notification bell to make sure that you don't miss new episodes share the slut show with your friends Thank you so much for being here and being so open and honest with us. Thank I really appreciate it. It was real fun to, to be able to do this with you. And uh, thank you at home for watching so much. And for now, sluts Ramen. out. <laughs> <laughs>